This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, certainly one would think that a, a key and a core Canadian value is a, a love and appreciation of beer. Right? I think we all agree on that. Uh, I think it's great that in Alberta we've got a lot of breweries now. In fact, just in the past couple of years, we've gone from, I think we had 19 just over two years ago to now approaching 40, over 40. And that's good. And these are, are breweries that are making great beer. And I think it's it's nice as a, as a beer lover and a connoisseur that you can go to these breweries, tour these breweries, sample these breweries, have a pint in these breweries. At the same time, I think it's also great in Alberta that we've got a, a whole lot of choice. And if you want to buy a beer from Ontario, a beer from the United States, a beer from the United Kingdom, beer from Africa, for that matter, you can do so here. We have more choice than anywhere else in Canada. Now, the new Democrat government uh, has made a point, though, of trying to encourage more growth in the Alberta beer industry. And they've tried a few different ways. But essentially, even though we've gone through a few different iterations, we're, we're essentially taking a protectionist approach to try to prop up the Alberta industry. Uh, the government has raised the tax rate across the board, and for Alberta breweries, that's offset by direct subsidies. The end result, it seems, is that we're trying to make beer from outside Alberta more expensive to try to improve the market share of Alberta breweries. Now, it remains to be seen whether that's constitutional. I think that's been one of the reasons why the government has gone back to the drawing board a few times on this. Well, yesterday, the Wild Rose Party came out with its own proposal. They believe that we can protect consumers' interests, we can stand up to protectionism and help the industry here without higher markup rates or subsidies. Derek Fildebrandt is the Wild Rose MLA for Strathmore Brooks and is the opposition shadow minister for finance. Derek, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Rob. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, talk about the impetus here, first of all, behind this this plan, the six-pack plan, as you guys call it. Well, I, I, first, you know, as you said, we've gone through a few uh, iterations of our uh, of our beer tax regime here in Alberta. And, uh, you know, it, it's been very frustrating that our government has been fiddling with, uh, with, with the beer tax system. Where we've got some pretty big problems to address, uh, although I, I've certainly appreciated... Uh, the reasons for what they want to do. They want to encourage uh, brewing in Alberta here. Uh, they want to support our local brewing industry. I, I think we, we share that goal with the NDP. Uh, the, the issue, though, is that they've gone about it in ways that, as you said, have been uh, have run afoul of our, uh, of our trade agreements, both uh, uh, as, as far as the Constitution goes and, as, uh, and the, Northwest Par- the Agreement on Internal Trade and then the New West Partnership. And these things have been found to be illegal. And you know, helping the Alberta brewery, uh, our Alberta breweries, I don't believe should come at the expense of consumers. You know, when, whenever we talk about helping any industry, it could be it could be beer, it can be uh, automotives, it could be widgets. We only talk about stakeholders as if it's the producers, and we never ever talk about the consumers because protectionism uh, always has winners and losers. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So, whenever we use protectionism to uh, ostensibly help a producer, we are equally hurting the consumer. And, uh, you know, as someone who I, I, I appreciate craft beers and, uh, and the incredible choice we have in Alberta here, and as someone who is not a big fan of taxes to begin with, I've certainly found the idea of raising beer taxes with the uh, explicit goal of limiting 
choice in making uh, imported beers, including just imports from other provinces, um, more expensive to be quite distressing. So rather than see the government continue to tinker around, because I think that there's a very good chance that the latest system will run afoul of our trade agreements and possibly the Constitution, we sat down, we talked to uh, both sides, consumers and, uh, and producers, and tried to come up with uh, a few basic principles, uh, six basic principles we call the six-pack, uh, that we believe should guide a beer tax regime in Alberta to uh, protect consumers and to encourage brewing in Alberta. Okay, so there, there are six points in this plan, and just the, the bullet points here, it's improve free trade, lower beer taxes, encourage growth, protect consumers, fight protectionism, and, and stabilize business. Now, and I mean, just off the top, it sounds like one in five, improve free trade and fight protectionism, are, are kind of the same. Oh, well, yes and no. Uh, they're, they're certainly directly related. Uh, several of the points are all related to each other. I mean, lowering beer taxes... Uh, f- uh, also fits in with protectionism. Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is all tied together in a pack. It's all interrelated. These are not uh, watertight or, or beer-tight compartments. Sure. Um, you know, so talking about free trade, um, you know, one of the reasons we have uh, this conundrum where the government is putting in place tariffs or what amount to effectively tariffs after the rebate and subsidies is because our brewers have some legitimate uh, concerns about their ability to sell their products in other markets in Canada. Um, you know, a brewer in Alberta trying to sell in Ontario will face um, non-tariff trade barriers in terms of getting shelf space in uh, the government-granted monopolies of the beer store or the direct government monopoly of the LCBO. Those are not tariff barriers, but they're very frustrating and they're not fair to Alberta brewers who can, uh, you know, who cannot sell as easily there when an Ontario brewer can come here. Um, so what we want to do is find ways to uh, break down these trade barriers. Now, this is a long-standing problem. It's, I think it's a bad joke on Canada that uh, as a country, we don't have free trade with each other uh, in terms of provinces. But uh, we need to put a real point on this. And there's no way we're going to get improved free trade in this country for our brewers selling into other provinces if we have the most protectionist or at least most blatantly protectionist system in the country. Um, the argument for putting up these tariffs uh, that I've heard is, well, you know, we face these barriers in other provinces. Well, two wrongs don't make a right. And to fix this problem, we should not make hold the Alberta consumer hostage. Well, two wrongs might not make a right, but the other wrong exists. So we can point Indeed. out that wrong. How do we how do we address it, though? What do we do specifically? Well, you know, the ministers, uh, the premiers of all pro- uh, of all the provinces sit around. Uh, at least once a year at a first minister's conference. And, you know, normally their demands uh, can be summarized as in uh, federal government, give us more money. Well, instead, how about our premier goes to the table and starts demanding action on following our constitution. And our constitution, written in 1867, was absolutely clear that Canada is a single market. And it is the federal government's constitutional responsibility and obligation to uphold a single market. That's the whole point of confederation in 1867 or one of the main points i should say mm-hmm. and that's not being upheld and i'd like to see our premier being more forceful in that and our premier is not responsible for uh, trade barriers in other provinces but i think that uh our premier and premiers before this premier can do a heck of a lot more on that but uh, we have to go to that negotiating table with um 
with our own house in order. It's hard for us to demand free trade in other provinces when we're putting up a tariff against uh, products coming into Alberta as if we were a different country. Okay. Well, and on the point then of the markup rates, because I think it, it is essentially then a de facto lower rate for Alberta beers, uh, even though we've, we've gone to a, a straight across the board uh, markup rate, which was previously the highest rate. So are you suggesting we lower that rate, but still have an across the board rate? Or are you talking about going back to, to a, a graduated rate system? Well, you know, it, there's a, our, our proposal uh, is that we would go back to the graduated rate uh, before the NDP started making changes in October. Um, although I'd certainly be open to going back even further because you know, uh, former Premier Prentice uh, raised them as well. But yeah. our, our proposal, because um, we're trying to find a middle ground here, is to go back to the pre-October uh, graduated regime, um, which would, but that would apply to all beers regardless of where they're produced. Um, where you get into trouble with uh, trade laws is when you treat products differently depending on their point of origin. That's discriminatory in, in, in trade, uh, trade part, uh, trade language. And that's why we keep on getting into trouble with the courts here. And uh, what we want to do is make sure that we've got a proper uh, beer tax regime that is compliant with our trade agreements and with our constitution, uh, but that does provide um, as much support as possible for our Alberta brewers. As you said, uh, even before these changes, uh, the small, uh, the, the the brewing industry in Alberta has exploded, and that's a great thing. I mean, I'm one of those guys who the worst thing about Stampede is it's all Bud Canadian and Coors, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's and that's <laughs> that's absolutely horrible. And I think it's just great that we've got uh, a lot of these great Alberta breweries coming in, but I don't think that we need to subsidize them to do that. I don't think we need to put a tariff against their uh, non-Alberta competitors to do that. Um, there's other ways to do it that encourage growth rather than just limiting competition. Right. Well, and I think one of the big reasons why we've seen that explosion is that we got rid of some of the barriers that prevented them from setting up in the first place, which this, this policy mm-hmm. points to. So are, are you talking about going even further? Are there still additional barriers that need to come down? Or what, what's the, the reference to that in the policy? Well, I, I, should, I should be clear. I mean, when we, you know, we talk about rolling back the markup system to the pre-October levels, uh, we, we very we pointed out that that does not include some of the positive changes that had already been made. Uh, there were positive changes around minimum capacity and, uh, and graduated markups. That sounds like Latin to a lot of people, but uh, uh, minimum capacity. We had these crazy laws in Alberta where you could not uh, sell. You could make home. You could make beer in your basement for yourself, but you could not sell on the market unless you produced a certain quantity. And that quantity was actually fairly large. You couldn't just start up a brew pub. You had to start with a fairly serious operation. And uh, the, um, I think the, the previous Tory government got away with that, got, a, got rid of that circa 2013. And that was a positive mood, move that we wanted to be clear we should keep in place. Uh, further to that, there was a very uh, regressive uh, beer tax system where if you move from one level of uh, beer production to another and were therefore taxed more, your beer would be retroactively taxed at that higher level, and that was a huge, huge impediment to growth. Um, we give the government credit for getting rid of that system in, uh, in the October changes. We want to be very explicit, and we talk about rolling back the beer tax hikes brought in by the NDP. We would leave in place those positive changes. Okay, so you're talking about protecting what's working, basically. Yeah, I, I mean, like, you know me, I, 
I, I will give credit where credit's due. I don't have too much nice to say about BNDP, but every once in a while we'll get something right. And in this whole mess, uh, that is one nugget of very positive change. All right. Well, uh, people can read the policy for themselves. It's up at uh, wildrose.ca. And uh, it certainly kept this conversation going. Uh, Derek, appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Derek Fildebrandt, uh, Wildrose MLA, Strathmore Brooks, and the opposition's shadow minister for finance, talking about their uh, beer policy plan. So they would do away with the subsidies, go back to the lower rates, the graduated rates that we had before, uh, but try to do some what they feel is more constitutionally sound footing. Uh, because even though now the government has uh, an across-the-board tax rate, so they can try to argue that there are no favorable tax rates for Alberta breweries, that the mere existence of the subsidy, I think, uh, belies that. And this is going to be right back in court because I think that the subsidies are a de facto favorable tax rate. The markup is uh, 120 a hectoliter. But for some breweries, when you factor in the impact of, of the subsidy, it's more like 10 or 20 cents on the markup. So far lower. And, and I've seen it, and you've probably seen it in, in the beer stores, too. Uh, the beer from outside Alberta, the price has jumped considerably. I don't think Alberta beer prices have come down necessarily, or not that I've noticed, but they've essentially stayed the same. So what we've heard from the government, and even what we heard from the, the Small Brewers Association, they, they didn't want to explicitly say that this was about raising the cost of beer from outside Alberta. Because I think that would be an admission that this is a de facto tariff. But I think we see it in practice. Now, maybe people are okay with that. Because you still have the choice if you want to buy German or Russian or American or Mexican or Irish beer. You still can. You're just going to have to pay a little bit more. But there's the Alberta beer over there and it's a little bit cheaper. So you could do that too. And maybe at the end of the day, if the end result is that Alberta brewers have a bigger share of the market, maybe to a lot of people that's okay because they're here and they're making the stuff here. And the people who make it, they live here. 974-TALK is our telephone number. You can text us 770-770. We're long in this segment here, though. we got to take a quick break, and we're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.